Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck Podcast brought to you by Line Star Sports. Check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB. All the good stuff there. And go uh, check out the uh, App Store. If you're a Google Play or Apple App Store, get the Line Star App. It is outstanding. You can also uh, subscribe and rate and review this to iTunes or check it out on the Line Star YouTube channel. We had a comment there the other day about someone uh, hitting a big listen to the show using the app. Good stuff there. Lastly, you can check me out on Twitter at BDendrick and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? Pretty good. That giant stack worked out pretty well today, huh? Not too bad. Pretty, pretty <laughs> good, as Larry David would say. Not so much on the Cardinals or Philly stack. No. I, I can't believe those pitchers. Like, Wheeler was great. Uh, he was a little bit better than Wainwright, and Wainwright threw a complete game. So, yeah, Wainwright uh, uh, pitching today. Wainwright has like a sub three ERA so far this year, with just like like that's I guess like forty one Ks and like twenty seven innings or something. It's ridiculous what Wainwright's doing. Is he it's, calling in on fantasy shows again? Remember when he called Sirius uh, to complain uh, about them saying funny. he was pretty dumb or pretty done? I mean, not dumb. Uh, yeah, he, he dumb. probably will be. He'll probably be, uh, you know, the St. Louis media is always kind, so he'll probably be finding something to do there. But, yeah, the Braves and Cubs, the Cubs bat stayed red hot. Uh, Braves got going as well after the Diamondbacks shut them down for two days, so they just needed the Cubs to come to town to, to get them going. Uh, the Yankees couldn't do anything against Matt Harvey. That was fun to watch. Uh, let's see what else do we have on the diamond um, Anaheim and Texas. They opened the roof there and the ball was flying. Otani got four runs early finished with a still, he, fin he finished with more points than Corbin Burns. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so, I know Corbin Burns and Trevor Rogers got a W tonight. So yep. uh, yeah, there was, there was some good pitching and then there was, uh, you know, we knew something was going to break between Davies being terrible and Atlanta having nothing on offense on Sunday. And it was Davies continues to be terrible. Yeah. So, it was rough, rough to see. So we'll see how that translates Sean onto Mania, Tuesday. Sean and as Mania. you mentioned, yeah, oh boy. And you mentioned 13 games, 13 games on Tuesday. So I don't think we should waste any time, Bogman. I think we should get crack a lacking on this one and uh, and see what we can do weather-wise. Don't see much rain. Got a few spots. St. Louis supposed to be windy again. Didn't really matter on Monday. Let's see how it goes on <laughs> Tuesday. Um, the White Sox should be a little windy as well. And then see if they leave the roofs open in Houston and Texas because those both do have wind blowing out to the left and supposedly high 70s, low 80s. So supposed be, to rain here tomorrow in Arizona. Oh, wow. So they'll closed roof in Arizona, huh? So uh, no no extra aid for Chris Paddock and Merrill Kelly for the uh, the fireworks, offensive fireworks that will take place in that game. But we'll talk. I mean, about I think there's that. still be enough runs, but yeah, you know. there'll be plenty in that game. <laughs> but uh, let's get things started here. New York Yankees at the Baltimore Orioles. Another just matchup we want to feast on so bad and hope they don't disappoint us. Corey Kluber, Bruce Zimmerman, total of nine and a half. This has already gone up a half a run in the last hour since I last looked at these. Corey Kluber's 83 on DK. He's a whopping uh, 6,000 on FanDuel. Talk about a price discrepancy. Uh, Bruce Zimmerman, 6K on DK, 61 on FanDuel. I don't care about the price discrepancy, Baldwin. I'm not using either pitcher. 
No, but if I had to pick one, Zimmerman's been better than Kluber so far. Yeah. It's a stacked Yankees lineup, of course, so you don't want to mess with it. But, uh, you know, I, I'm. let's see if Zimmerman is good today and keep him in mind for future lineups, I guess I would say. But uh, absolutely not today against the Yankees. No way. No, and the Yankees are cheap yet again on FanDuel. It's just going to get me to keep going after them because it's just ridiculous. How like Julio Schill is twenty four still on FanDuel. Yeah. Still, he's, he's like only like thirty one on DK. He's stupid cheap over there. Um, so I'm going to keep going back to the Yankees, and it's going to bite me. But um, it, it's just they're, they're too darn affordable in these really good matches. Like Hicks is even three K. He's a switch hitter. Like there's a lot to like here for me. Yeah, Hicks uh, and Urshela are definitely on my list. Mullins on the Orioles side hit a bomb today. Thirty five hundred. Two bombs. Did he hit two? Okay, I didn't see the yep. second one. Uh, 3500 2900 uh, is a great price for him. And like you mentioned, even the big dogs are affordable. Torres, $4,500, $2,500 on FanDuel. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been awful, So, but he's in Baltimore. Something's going to break one way or the other, right? So yep. let's go. Let's get him going here. And I'm 100% sure, uh, sure that Stanton will hit a bomb uh today because i picked him for yesterday and he didn't hit a bomb so i'm sure that's how that will work and he's 4700 3700 yeah i think that 47 is still a very nice price like that's not even too expensive for me and then i love the orioles on this one like you mentioned mullins dj stewart's a good gpp play austin hayes i'm a fade kluber guy through and through like pretty much every start so i have no problem going back to that train if you want it's 13 games so you can be picky you don't have to play all these games with a nine and a half total so disappointing the first night. I don't see how it's going to be this disappointing the second night. So we'll wait and see there. Next game on the docket, Washington Nationals at the Toronto Blue Jays in wonderful Dunedin, Florida. Over under eight and a half on this one. It's supposed to be the wonderful Max Scherzer at 10-9 on DK. He's 12,000 on FanDuel. Going up against Trent Thornton, the opener. Tommy Malone supposed to come back after him. On DK Thornton, 61. Malone, 69. On FanDuel, Thornton is 55. No interest in the Toronto pitchers for me personally. <laughs> Scherzer is quite intriguing, though. I just there, there's other options on the slate, so I don't know if I'm willing to pay that much for him. But are you in on Scherzer in a very hitter friendly environment? Yeah, there are other options I do like, but uh, I think Scherzer is going to be either my favorite or second favorite today. So I'm still in on Scherzer. You know, not not the greatest place to throw in Dunedin, but. Uh, his last start, he was pretty electric and he's going up against an opener and a long reliever. So I kind of like his odds. So yeah, I'm in on Scherzer. Yeah, no. And I, uh, let me, re- let me clarify is I, I'm not out on Scherzer. I'm like, kind of like use like, an option or two. I might like a little more, but by no means am I saying don't play Scherzer. Yeah. Like his, so many good options today. So yeah, his, there's his definitely ceilings, options. his ceiling is probably the best on the slate, but like you can save some cash and probably have a pretty similar floor or solid production. Uh, what bats are you liking on this slate? Because or on this game per se, we should be targeting Toronto, but Washington has just been so disappointing. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Washington has been disappointing. So even though I like Scherzer, I don't know if I love the bats here. I mean, twenty nine hundred on uh, Fanduel for Schwarber, forty one twenty nine is nice. Castro's been hitting a little, thirty eight twenty five. Victor Robles is still super cheap at 3000 and 2400 But, you know, Soto's on the IL. Trey Turner's day-to-day. Uh, Josh Bell can't hit his weight, uh, which he'd probably be a good hitter if he hit his weight or hit my weight. But uh, everybody else has been somewhat disappointing. So, yeah, there's not a lot to like as far as the bats go. I don't want to play any Toronto guys because of Scherzer, and Washington doesn't have a crazy amount of options either. Yeah, it's really odd with Washington. Like I can see, I wouldn't be shocked if they scored a bunch of runs, but 
they're just so tilting right now. Like on a 13 game slate, I think I'm just going to pivot somewhere else. Um, we head somewhere else. We head to Boston, Bo- or to New York, actually. Boston Red Sox at the New York Mets. No designated hitter. Keep that in mind. Garrett Richards, David Peterson, over under eight and a half in this one. On DraftKings, Peterson is 7,500. On FanDuel, he's 71. On DraftKings, Garrett Richards, 66. And on FanDuel, he is $5,900. I'm not really in on either pitcher. I know Peterson was popular, and I guess if you needed to, you could. But I'm out on both pitchers. What about you? Yeah, uh, Peterson burned me last time. I'm going to pass on both. I'm with you. Now, no DH, so chances are maybe no JD. We never know. They might put him in the outfield. But um, what bats are you liking here? Because the Mets bats have been sneaky pop, like hot, and Garrett Richards has not. Yeah, I mean, I like both sides of this game as far as hitters go. You know, we don't like either side of the pitchers, so it makes sense. Bogart's 57-37, Devers 53-38. But, you know, Dom Smith has been getting unlucky. Someone brought that up in the ITL group meet today, and it was interesting taking a look at that. 4,000, 3,000, I like him. Uh, Conforto 39 and 29. Nimmo is still a nice price at 37 and 3,000. And Renfro against the lefty, if he gets in the lineup 29 and 24, uh, always has pop in that bat. So those are the guys I like for this game. Yeah, like you have uh, uh, Kiki Hernandez versus lefties, Verdugo versus lefties. One of these days, Bobby Dahlbeck is going to get going if you want to go there. <laughs> but, um, like, like seriously, look at his numbers. Like you talk about getting unlucky. Go look at his X numbers, and he's like on paper he's expected home runs is around two because they would have been out in twenty nine other ballparks besides Fenway. Like it's <laughs> it's crazy how he's just not getting it. But from the Mets side of things, there's lots of ways to go about it. But Alonzo's on fire. Um, he's fifty three on DK and and he's a uh, thirty nine on Fanduel. But you get a thirty one hundred dollar on Fanduel JD Davis. He was a whopping 36 on DK. He is absolutely scorching hot right now. You can sprinkle in some Dom Smith, like you said. So if you want a three-man stack, I'm there. See what the lineup looks like. If you want to see if Lindor finally gets going or whatever, Conforto, like you mentioned, I won't touch Jeff McNeil. That's just not happening. But um, the three-man stack I like quite a bit in this game if you want to get some Mets exposure against Garrett Richards. All right, we head to the Trop, Oakland at Tampa Bay. We have, um, do we have, we don't have a total on this one. Lovely. All right. So we have Oakland and Tampa Bay. Michael Waka is 7,700 on um, DK. He is wonderful. 7,000 on FanDuel. Frankie Montas, 73 on DK, 74 on FanDuel. Montas kind of intrigues me as a cheap <laughs> SP2, but it's not like overwhelmingly confident. Right. And, and I like Montas too, but you know, you're kind of playing Russian roulette here because he's gone uh, 2.2, gave up seven, six innings, gave up one, six innings, gave up zero, and then four innings, gave up six. So what Montas are you going to get? Are you going to get head side or tail side Montas? So <laughs> I think with so many pitchers on, uh, you know, uh, available tonight, I'm just not going to mess with either one here. Pass. I'm yeah. going to take bats in this game. And there's tons of value for the bats, especially on DraftKings. FanDuel, we don't have to worry about it. It's one pitcher site. Tons of always value. But DK, there's tons of value if you want to. But if for some reason you need more money for bats, I'm okay with Montas in tournaments as an SP2 if you need yeah. to go there. Just know the volatility. That's why it's tournaments only type stuff. What bats do you like here? Because the Rays, as much as we like them, they've been disappointing overall. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the A's were scorching, but now, you know, they've kind of slowed down the last couple games. Are you going back to the A's well, or is kind of like, like, this might be a game just to pass on bats personally. 
I actually, I'm okay with stacking either side of this game. I think this could be a high-scoring game. Uh, Matt Olson still hot, 51-4,000. Oriano, 44-34. Lowry, 43-32. I'm in on Wendell at 39-37. and 37. Uh, Mitch Moreland at 3,200 is a nice option. Elvis Andrews has been hot, 32-23. And if Kevin Kiermaier is in the lineup, he, he went off on, I think it was Sunday? Was it Saturday or Sunday? But he's free on DK pretty much 2200 and 2500 so uh not bad bad options here in my in my opinion yeah if, I, if I'm picking on anybody it's picking on Michael Walker for me but yeah. I'm, I, I'm not totally in love with it just yet but Olsen is quite the play if you can uh fit that one in uh, compared to some other options but there's some I like a little better this evening uh we'll go to go to Atlanta Chicago Cubs at the Atlanta Braves Trevor Williams Ian Anderson over under eight and a half on this one Anderson, 86 on DK, 84 on Fandle. Trevor Williams, 81 on DK, 68 on Fandle. It's a little bit of price difference there. Ian Anderson's interesting just based on how much the Cubs strike out. Their bats are on fire, but lots of swing and miss as well. I am not touching Trevor Williams, though. Yeah, I'm not no way for Trevor Williams for me either. Uh, Ian Anderson, though, I'm with you. Uh, pretty intriguing, but I think I'm going to pass today because, like you said, the Cubs' bats have been absolutely on fire over the last week. So uh, ever since I talked a little smack they and they scored 16 runs, uh, they they have been uh, cruising. So pass on uh, both sides of pitching for this for me. Yeah, and if, you want, or if you're not using Ian Anderson, obviously, like um, – Chris Bryant, he hit the Grand Slam on Monday, but I'm just going to point one name out, and then I'll give you the floor. Well, I'll point two out. Ian Happ's 3,400 leading off. Nico Horner's 27, or he's leading off tonight. Love that. But Anthony Rizzo's $3,900 on DraftKings. Yeah. Don't make sense to me at all. Yeah, that's a great price for him. Uh, you know, you can pay up for the big bats too, like you said. Bryant Grand Slam tonight, 45, 3,500. Uh, you could pay up for Freeman at 5,900, but 3,500 on uh, FanDuel is an amazing price, and Acuna 6100, 4100. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't have problems. Pretty much anyone starting in this game, I think this could be another, you know, eight to seven game like we had tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would not be shocked if we get a repeat, especially from the Atlanta side. Trevor Williams, like he'll throw one every like four or five starts. You're like, God damn, he did it to me. But overall, <laughs> he, he's just, he's just like, if you, it's one of those things, if you just go at it enough. You're going to come out ahead. Like, that's just, that's what attacking Trevor Williams is like. Um, Miami at Milwaukee, not quite the matchup we had on Monday night. Daniel Castano versus Adrian Hauser, but somehow the total is only seven and a half. I think that speaks more to how dreadful these offenses are, yes. not the pitching. I'm just going to be very honest there. Um, I'm not even going to go over the prices. I'm not using either pitcher in this one, are you? No, no. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we got that settled. Um, Jazz Chisholm's price has gone up. So that's that's a little more intriguing, at least on on the DraftKings side. He's up to forty five hundred, thirty one on 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 Fanduel. Uh, what bats do you like here, though? Because the total is only seventy five or seven and a half, but I'm kind of intrigued by some angles here. Yeah, I like a little mini Marlin stack, like a three guys, you know, Jazz. You pay up for especially on Fanduel at thirty one hundred. Uh, Aguilar dropping bombs now at forty one hundred and thirty three hundred, and then maybe Duvall thirty seven hundred, twenty eight hundred. Just hope. Uh, he unloads on one uh, tonight against Hauser. Uh, and I think you're absolutely right about the total, too. This is more about the miserable bats than it is about the great pitching. So uh, outside of those guys, you know, maybe you want to throw Colton Wong in at 41 and 36. But uh, other than those bats, I don't think I want anything else here. Yeah, we had a C. Dick Dong on Monday as well. Yep. So he, he finally found the bleachers, which is great. 
Um, I think Milwaukee's because Castano, if you just watch him, he's a smoke and mirrors pitcher. I saw him face the Giants twice last week. A lot of pitch to contact. Um, the Brewers, as bad as they are, the thing with them is they strike out a lot. So if he's pitching to contact more, even like Keston Hira becomes somewhat intriguing. Like Avisil Garcia versus lefties is always great. Um, I, I'm just I'm kind of intrigued by a little parts of this. I don't know if I want to go all in, but that total just doesn't feel right between these two kind of like mediocre pitchers. So it's a very, very interesting one there. Let's head to St. Louis, Philadelphia at St. Louis. Zach Eflin, Carlos Martinez, over under eight. I've liked Eflin this year. I don't think I'm going to use him tonight. He's 88 on DK. He's 88 on Fanduel. You got Carlos Martinez, 71 on DK, 63 on Fanduel. Definitely not using Carmart because a tradition like any other is me stacking against Carmart. That's all I ever right. do. But yeah. um, are you yeah. in on Eflin at all? Yeah, I, I like Eflin, uh, 8,800 both sides. I, I think he's a nice uh, number two pitcher, uh, specifically on DK. Don't think I would use him as, uh, you know, in FanDuel as my one pitcher, but I do like him as a second pitcher for sure. Yeah, I think it's very viable. People don't roster him. Uh, it's, a, it's a Cardinals offense that it's like they either blow up one day or they're just horrible. Like they just don't do anything <laughs> at all at the plate. So I, I'm good with that. We saw Wheeler strike him out a ton. I think Eflin's equal to maybe slightly better than Wheeler personally, but uh, we'll wait and see how that goes. So I like Eflin as an SP2 for sure. Now the bats, I'm going right back to Philly. Like Reese's piece is double donged on yeah. uh, Monday. Harper's just in – like if you guys want to if, – if, if Red Stackcast pages is your thing – like, I'm not going to judge you. Everyone has their thing. But um, Bryce Harper's page is just unconscious. But what right. else do you like with Philadelphia? Yeah, I mean, Hoskins, like you said, is unbelievably hot. So I like that. Didi at 43 and 3,000 is a decent one, too. And, you know, they just called up. He may not be a great dude, but Odubel Herrera is coming up. And he's 2,000 on DK, not even available in FanDuel yet. So, uh, I mean, he's basically a free square. So that may not be bad in his first game, hopefully against uh, Carlos Martinez here. So uh, don't mind that either. And then, you know, if you want to play some uh, bats for the Cardinals, for whatever reason, Austin Dean is four for nine with a bomb in his career off of Eflin. So not a bad one. Should he get in the lineup? I don't think he will be, but just pay attention. 25 and 23. Uh, Goldie, 49 and 32. And then Edmund, 46 and 27. Cardinals batch cheap on FanDuel. Yeah, and I'll keep using Dylan Carlson. He's 29 on FanDuel. He's 35 on DK. He's he's cash viable, hitting second. He just gets on base and gets the job done. So if you don't want to stack him, but you're making a cash lineup and you want a cheap outfielder, no problem with Carlson at all. Angels at the Rangers. No total on this one. We got Fulton Evans versus Quintana. Fulty 68 on DK. He's 72 on Fandle. Quintana 65 on DK. 67 on Fandle. I prefer not to use either pitcher. If you absolutely have to punt, you can punt with Quintana. But I prefer not to. And I only say it because A, he just beat him up last time. And B, you look at Texas's offense. We talked about it against right-handed pitching. It's just slightly better, but not much. First left. Like they strike out so much that it allows a guy to give up runs like Shohei Otani did and still come out victorious in the end. So on DK, SP2 punt if you have to, but I'd prefer not to. Any other thoughts on pitching on this one? No. I mean, I'm, I'm a hard pass on And I'm a hard let's stack the snot out of this baseball game. Yeah. Shohei Otani, 4300 bucks on DK is uh, not right. Is he gonna is he gonna play today? Because a lot of the times he doesn't play the day after he pitches, though. He has been of late. He's even playing when he pitches. So I think they've kind of thrown that one out the window. Madden basically said, and we'll have to see because they said he's still dealing. He left or he, after today's start, uh, after Monday's start, he said he's experiencing a finger something or other. 
So maybe yeah. they give him the day off. But if he's in the lineup at 4300 bucks, I'm quite intrigued. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, especially against Faulty. Come on. Yeah. Uh, if if Otani's in the lineup, I do want to play him. But uh, I uh, have questions about that. So we got to make sure the lineup comes out uh, and he's in there. I mean, a little PVB data and Rendon. Rendon first came back off the IL was tonight, right? So yes. I, I think he was 0 for 5, a couple strikeouts. He walked one time. Or 0 for 4 with two strikeouts on a walk. Um, Upton is 35, 3,000. He's 3 for 6. But Rendon is 10 for 31 with three doubles, a triple, and a bomb against Fulty in his career. Eight RBI. Uh, only struck out four times and 31 at-bats against him, too. Which I, I bet Rendon looks uh, a lot like this for most pitchers because he's such a good hitter. But uh, that's a pretty impressive line. And then outside of that, you know, uh, I I'm with you on the Texas side as far as, you know, not wanting to play too much because Quintana could be good because their best bats are lefties and Quintana is a lefty. So maybe Adolis Garcia, 39, 34, uh, maybe Solak at 47, 34 are good options, but Jared Walsh, 41 and 32 is a nice price. And even David Fletcher at 31 and 28 is a nice price too. Yeah, no, I have no problem if people want to stack Texas. I get it. It's Jose Quintana. Like I'm, I'm not not going to go that far, but yeah, Garcia, uh, Solak, uh, I have no problem mixing and matching some of some other pieces there if you want and put a stack. Like this could be a game stack. It worked pretty well on Monday night. I wouldn't be shocked if it works pretty well again on Tuesday night. I think we're going to see similar to this one, the Braves game. Like the, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they both go off yet again on Tuesday. Right, right. So this makes a ton of sense, and I will say, like. If these are popular, like say you're leading up and you look at the the uh, LineStar app, which you can get in the Apple App Store and on Google Play, and you look at the ownership and it looks like the Angels are going to be popular. Like you said, Upton, he is on fire and he's cheap. Pujols went deep on Monday and it's one of those deals. He's old, but he's facing a guy he's faced a lot. He's um, he running while he's hot type thing. So if you want right. to get different in a tournament, I got no problem because no one owns Pujols ever. So right. if, if you want to do that, that's all you need is this one little piece to be different. Um, Detroit at Chicago, Jose Urania, Lucas Giolito, over under eight, Geo 95 on DK, 10 6 on FanDuel. Urania doesn't matter. Um, Giolito at 95 on DK, sign me up. I mean, I'm both uh, Giolito's my favorite yeah. starter today. I, like, they're factoring in that bad start way too much to me. Well, yeah, and I think that people will be avoiding him more than normal. Obviously, yep. he's still going to be a heavily started guy because he's one of the best pitchers, but Detroit strikes out at a higher clip than anybody else in the league, too. So this is just a dream matchup, and he may not be used as much as normal because of that terrible start last week. So everything adds up towards Giolito. The one thing I will say is I don't know that Urania doesn't matter because his last two Ooh. starts, Bob. I know. Like, he's, he's quieted the bats down. Seven innings, eight strikeouts, and the White Sox strike out at, a like, I think a bottom 10 clip as well. And then uh, against Detroit, or against Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, he only had two strikeouts and a walk, but he went seven innings there too. Yeah. So he has been decent. So ultimate contrarian play, Jose Urania today, I don't think I, I'm going to have the stones to do it in more than one lineup, but uh, maybe that could work out, especially if uh, Giolito just gets run early. I highly doubt that's going to happen. He's going to be my number one own pitcher uh, in my lineups today, but uh, I, I, you know, Urania isn't horrific. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it if you went full contrarian in the tourney and played him and maybe stacked some Tigers bats. 
I like the stones on you there. That's that's a big move. <laughs> I like that. That's a good strategy play. I'm not going to knock that at all. I will say, like, I'm with you on Gilito. I like he got to start pushback because he cut his hand using a bottle opener. Because I would have gotten drunk too after getting shelled on Patriots Day. But um, <laughs> he's he's apparently healed. Otherwise, he wouldn't be pitching. I just don't see how he has another bad game unless something's actually wrong with him. So right, right. I guess it's one of those. And at his price tag, he can give up a couple of runs. He should strike out. Like I wouldn't be shocked if he strikes out ten. But like yeah. he's he should mo- like Brad Keller. Brad Keller looked good on Monday against the Detroit. I guess right. yeah. So it's like let's let's take a grain of salt here. Um, but looking at the bats, I'm not going to the Detroit bats of this. White Sox. Tim Anderson's been white hot right now. Uh, you can roll with the Abreu's and company. McCod has been quietly getting it going as well. Um, even Lou Bob's been kind of good. Yeah. Uh, what do you like if you're not using your rain and you want some like White Sox and Tigers bats? Yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned most of them on the uh, on the flip side. Nick Madrigal to 3200 2600 is a nice cheap price at second base. And then uh, Akil Badu is 42 and 28 on FanDuel. And some of these Tigers have a decent track record against Giolito. Uh, I mean, uh, Jacoby Jones, four for 14. That's only 286, but he's got a triple and a homer. It's in two of his four hits against him gone for extra bases. Uh, scope. Six for 16, 375 with a double and a homer. And then Candelario, no extra base hits, but uh, five for 16. That's a 312 average against Giolito in his career. So if you are going to go full contrarian cheap, um, those are the bats that I would roll with for the Tigers. But like I said, you got to have, you know, some uh, uh, money to throw away and some stones to do it. So if you want to yep. play that Urania stack, hey, it worked if you played the uh, Marlins tonight. So right, it's always right. it it works every once in a while, and that's why I, we talk about it enough. And last week it worked a few times. It's gonna hit once in a while, but like Boggs also said, make sure you're good with losing that entry. Yeah, because, maybe a five dollar. Like, you know, yeah, like like if it hit, <laughs> like if it hits, it's gonna hit probably pretty darn big. But the, the, the chances of hitting that's why they're priced the way they are. The situation is right. just longer shot. Seattle at Houston, Marco Gonzalez, Christian Javier over under eight and a half. We got Javier at 93 on DK, 94 on FanDuel, Marco 62 on DK, 69 on FanDuel. To be totally honest, Christian Javier, I think, is an extremely contrarian, high priced option if you want to pivot off the big dogs. Yeah, I like that call. I, and uh, I mean, this Astros lineup has a great track record against Marco Gonzalez. Uh, hold on, I have it here. Let me see. Um, it, so against uh, Marco Gonzalez, the current Astros on the roster are hitting 333 against him. So uh, I don't know how much of that was with trash uh, trash cans and uh, sign stealing and all that stuff. You got to think, you got to factor that in. Marco's been around since, what, 2014? So a yeah. lot of that could have happened in his starts. But I think I looked it up. His last start uh, against the Astros was last year, and he went seven innings gave up no runs so uh you know it, it, the the track record isn't great but his last start was pretty decent so i am on the javier side here yeah i think javier and the biggest thing is his strikeouts in his two starts have been outstanding and the mariners strike out a ton versus right-handed pitching so this is one of those angles that even if the mariners hit him a little bit whatever there's so many strikeouts in this lineup he'll be just fine and ownership wise people are going to play giolito for good reason or they'll pay up for one guy we haven't talked about yet or Max Scherzer. So like in this like 9K and above on DK, and then even I'll say 9K and above on FanDuel, Javier's gets overlooked in this whole realm. So I think it's a very, very contrarian angle. What bats do you like in this game? Because I agree. I looked at Marco quite a bit earlier. I'm just like what the Marco we're seeing right now compared to last season concerns me a bit. 
And this this Astros lineup, they're starting to really get things going. And they murder him. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just said 333 in PVB data for some of these guys. Tucker, three for six with a double and a homer. Jordan Alvarez, uh, four for eight with a double. Uh, Michael Brantley, eight for 18 with a double. Uh, eight for 23 for Bregman with two doubles and a triple. And Martin Maldonado, seven for 19 with a double. That's 368, 348, 444, and 500 batting averages against Gonzalez. Uh, and then on the other side, I think the only bat that really interests me on the Mariners' side is probably Seager at 4,300. But if you're uh, you know looking at the bottom of the barrel, 3,400 and 2,600 for Kyle Lewis, who did go yard tonight. Yeah, and also I, I think you mentioned him. I can't remember. Uh, Guriel versus lefty. It's just a play. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. Multiple hits again on Monday night. Just if anything, cash game, Guriel's a great play given first base has a lot cheaper cash game options today. But uh, Guriel just loves him some lefty. All right. One of the games I'm looking forward to so <laughs> much, so much. San Diego, Arizona, Paddock, Kelly, over under nine. And Bogman, these are two pitchers I stack against on the regular. And I am so excited. Paddock's 9K on DK, 77 on Fandle. Fandle's got him figured out a little more. Uh, Merrill Kelly's 58 on Fandle, 67 on DK. I'm not using either pitchers, but I'm <laughs> sure as heck using some bats in this game. Yeah, it, we can just skip over the pitchers. It's all bats. I mean, the best bat of the night is probably Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> at 5,400 and 4,400. He's 5 for 12 with three bombs in his career off of uh, Merrill Kelly and I love Pretty Merrill good. Kelly. Pretty good, but not against San Diego. Um, Eric Hosmer is seven for twenty with two doubles and a homer off of Kelly in his career, and then uh, you know Peralta three for twelve. Andy's hot with a triple off of Paddock. Uh, the rest of the guys, I don't mind paying up for pretty much anybody here. Uh, yeah. Paven Smith is still ultra cheap, bub thirty five yeah. and three thousand. Cole Calhoun is twenty eight hundred on both cheap. sites, so mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, high in the order against Paddock. I like that. And Carson Kelly is forty four and thirty seven. He's starting to hit. Uh, Escobar is forty five and thirty four, and then Machado forty eight but thirty three hundred. Uh, did I get that price right on Fanduel? Did I screw yep. that one up? One hundred percent correct. Thirty three hundred. Yeah, yeah, I mean, let's cheap. get Machado in your FanDuel lineup for sure. Yeah, Trent Grisham is 51 on DK, 37 on FanDuel. I love the fact he's 51 on DK because no one's going to roster him with all those other guys there. It's like, oh, Trent Grisham, blah. He's been raking since he came back from the I.L., like destroying baseballs. So I, I like that. And then the other guy that's just, I know he's like in a bit of like a weak slump, but 2,700 on FanDuel, 35 on DK for Jake Cronenworth. Yeah. 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 I will, I will definitely look at that. Like I'd look at this lineup because if you need a cheap catcher of Caratini's there, he's super cheap. Um, Profar, I like so many aspects of this game. I really believe it's just like bombs away that you could get creative with your stack. So definitely see what lineups come out in this one. Um, I am not a paddock guy at all. I think people have realized that long enough listening to me on this <laughs> for years on this. You have taken advantage of his starts. So. Yeah, and we know Merrill Kelly, like you said. So two more games to go here. Colorado Rockies at the San Francisco Giants. Chi-Chi Gonzalez versus Aaron Sanchez. Totals eight in this one. I'm personally not using either pitcher. Only I like I say it because Aaron Sanchez has been good, but he doesn't get strikeouts and they keep pulling him after like 65 pitches. So yeah. I can't trust him at all. Like he's been good in all those starts. So maybe it's like a third time through the order. They just know get him out. I don't know. But yeah, get what you can and leave. So I can't use either one. But I do love always going against Chichi Gonzalez. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you could stack either side of this game for sure because, like you said, uh, Aaron Sanchez is probably not going to last long. You get into the bullpen, guys can start hitting. So I'm with you on this one. Uh, Dickerson against Chi-Chi, 3,500, 2,700. Uh, six for 10 in his career with three doubles. So uh, pretty nice for Alex Dickerson. After that, you know, uh, I, I would stack either side of this. Brandon Belt, 33 and 27 is too cheap. Uh, Darren Ruff, 34, 23. Lucilla 37.26. But if you want some Rockies bats too, I mean, your boy Dom Nunez 45 and 3,000. CJ Crone 42 and 32. Tapia still cheap 37, 3,100. So I'm all about the bats here too. Yep. Don't hate that. And I think, especially on DraftKings, like again, Fandle, there's always value. DraftKings, if you put like a giant stack together, you can go get two of the expensive pitchers if you want. And that yeah. makes things very interesting when you're like, so you don't have to worry about the Montases or the Quintanas or the Gonzalez that you're like, ugh. You can go get like a Javier and up, get two guys from up there. So something to keep in mind as well. Last but not least, once again, the late night Dodgers. Cincinnati Reds at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Jeff Hoffman versus Walker Bueller over under 70, seven and a half. Bueller's 10-2 on DK. He's 98 on Fandle. Hoffman's 78 on DK. He's 64 on Fandle. Hoffman's been very good this year. I'm not sure I want to use him against the Dodgers. because You got Bueller, who we finally saw go over 100 pitches last time through seven innings. And he finally struck guys out, which was a big sign because the first three starts, four Ks in every start. Last time, I believe it was nine strikeouts, which was just outstanding. And now you get a Reds team that strikes out a lot. So um, Bueller at 10-2, in between Gilito and Scherzer on DK. He's also in between them on FanDuel. Interest in Bueller at all? Yeah, I mean, there's a little interest there. I still, I think he's third on my list, though. I'm still going to go Gilito is one, Scherzer is two, and then Bueller is three. Um, just because, like you said, Hoffman's been pitching well, too, so this could be a little bit more of a pitcher's duel, which is fine. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to pass on pretty much everything in this game. I don't like, you know, you can play any of the Dodgers bats that you want. You can play some of the hotter Reds bats. But with both these guys pitching, I don't think I want to mess with you know, pretty much any side of this game. I'm kind of with you there. Like I respect Hoffman enough and the, the bullpen with Sims and Antone, like it's three to three in the eighth right now. It's the only game going as we record Seager's hit a two run homer to tie it in the seventh to now it's the eighth. Like the game is fine and all, but that's not going to help you in DK or FanDuel. Right. Like three to three right. doesn't do anything for you with the other games we talked about. Like if this was a five game slate, we talk about it. Could the Dodgers go off any night? Yes. Yeah, like, so yeah. if you want, if you're making a bunch of lineups, like Bogman said, sure. But I don't think you need to attack this game unless you want Bueller or get super contrarian. Like the way you want to get contrarian with Urania, you can get contrarian with Hoffman, in my opinion. Right, right, right. Like I, I really think he could. Late night, no one's going to own him against the Dodgers. I think that's an angle as well in that situation. But yeah, I'm, I'm good passing on that one also. All right, recapping things real quick. You just went over your top three pitchers. I'm, I'm in line with you there pretty much. Like Javier is a fourth, but whatever you want to do there. Who are you stacking up? Because there's lots of ways to go tonight. Yeah, I mean, like you. You know, we said before, either side of San Diego, Arizona is a decent stack. I think the Astros against Gonzalez are a pretty good stack as well. Uh, after that, you know, maybe uh, the either side of the A's or Rays, but that is that's dicey stacking if you're going to do that one. So I think those are the ones that I would have. Yeah, um, I think Baltimore versus Kluber. That's a fun one that probably goes under the radar on a big slate like this. Love San Diego, love Arizona. Uh, both of those are in play. Angels versus Faulty. Uh, I love, I'm just all my guys are target. Carmart. Angels like, versus Faulty is a good one, yeah. too. Yeah, there, yeah. There's a ton of ways to go on this slate, which is fun. It's kind of like there's nine games on Monday with lots of ways. There's 13 on Tuesday 
with even more ways to go. I love slates like this because it spreads out ownership for the most part. There's no course field where everything goes to. So it really, really makes things interesting. Speaking of interesting, Bogman, um, we need to get some home runs. Roland got it with Nate Lowe on Monday nice. night. So some lucky fan got some free swag. But again, it'll either be Roland or Humphreys. I don't know their schedule. I know our schedule. That's all I can do. One schedule is enough for me. But um, <laughs> the home run call, we each, all three of us, there'll be three home run calls. Retweet the tweet. Three lucky winners will get picked. If a home run gets hit, you get some free swag. So going for Tuesday night, April 27th, Scott Bogman, who is your home run call? I mean, I think it's got to be Tatis Jr. against Kelly. The track record's there. He's hitting right now. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be my call. It, it's it's a simple call, but I got to get back on the board. And picking against my Diamondbacks usually gets me there. That usually gets you there. That's no <laughs> doubt about that. You went Tatis. I'm going to go one that uh, he did it on Monday. So let's see if we can go two nights in a row, which probably not the best strategy involved. But we're going to go two nights in a row. I'm going Freddie Freeman versus Trevor Williams. I think he gets gets another big one off of Trevor Williams. Lefties versus Trevor in that ballpark. I'll go uh, Freddie Freeman. You'll go Fernando Tatis Jr. We're going to win some swag. I can feel it, Bogman. Let's go. Let's get some bombs here. Come on. Let's do it. And with that being said, remember to check out Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar MLB. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play to get the app. It is well worth it. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. We'd much appreciate it. And also, if you like to watch the podcast, you can check it out on the Lionstar YouTube channel. Subscribe and share all that good stuff. But with that being said, you can find me on Twitter at BDendrick, Bogman at Bogman Sports. We'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. This was April 27th edition of the On Deck MLB DFS show in the books. Good luck. Good luck, everybody. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.